Hey, motherfucker. This is the Punk and Pile Drivers podcast with your host, Big Bad Boris. Welcome, my friends, to the latest edition of the Punk and Pile Drivers podcast on the Love Wrestling Podcast Network. My name, as always, is Big Bad Boris, and I'm joined by someone that I've actually been excited to talk to for a while now because he, I think we might have a little bit in common in terms of our place in the wrestling business. I'm a big fan of his. Uh, the struggles all the way from New Jersey struggles. How the hell are you, man? I'm doing great. I'm okay. I'm going to correct you in a little bit. I'm not from New Jersey. I'm from New York. I and apologize. If, <laughs> you're fine. If you were from here, you would understand that that's like kind of heavy disrespect. New Yorkers hate New Jersey a lot. So, but I get it all the time because everywhere I work is New Jersey. I so see it makes that, and, and that's exactly what I thought. Kind of like somebody from, from like I'm from, from Calgary originally. And if someone says that I'm from Edmonton, I get all hot about it. So I get you. Well, there you go. Now we know. I will, I will never claim you to be from Edmonton without, you know, consequences now. So I, I, I live there now, but I was born in Calgary, and I'm very vocal about that, if you know me. Good, as you should be. Uh, so, here, sorry? so I said I'm happy to be here. Awesome. I appreciate that. So before we kind of get started on what uh, on on some questions I want to ask, you, just give us, for those who are, are not maybe familiar with you, a little bit of what you're all about and what you do. All right. So uh, it's a lot, but here we are. Um, I work full time in independent professional wrestling. I do commentary for ICW No Holds Barred, but I also do uh, video and graphic and other other managerial stuff, help with uh, booking and other stuff like that. I work for IWTV doing uh, different type of video editing. I run social media. Um, I also do graphic design and video and all that. I started with a podcast in 2016 and uh, started doing commentary in 2018. And now here we are. You know, I just got back from the UK. We had uh, four shows over there and I just got back like yesterday. That's why my voice kind of sounds like uh, not the best <laughs> because I was yelling and, and, and doing what I do uh, commentary wise. And, uh, you know wear and tear from yelling for four days i absolutely completely know what that is all about um sometimes after i'm done a show i feel like i wrestle just from sitting there and screaming for three hours um so yeah you guys just got back from the uk with icw uh, um you didn't go to the australia uh tour correct i did not no i didn't um the i guess the way we looked at it was the shows were gonna be taped and then uh released on a delay so it was more so like i could just do it from home so i i looked at it as uh sure uh, i worked really hard since the beginning of icw and i probably deserve to go but i i'd more i'd rather somebody uh like a wrestler who could have taken my spot to go there and and, and go and wrestle instead of me go there and kind of just like hang around, you know? So I, I, I'd rather sacrifice my spot for somebody to go and, and, and wrestle next time. Uh, maybe I'll go, who knows? And, and flights like that, especially overseas are certainly not cheap. No. And, <laughs> no. and you and I both know that no one's getting rich off indie wrestling. No, no. That, <laughs> I, that's why I have to do so many different things in order uh, for, it was for a long time. I was trying to balance my 40 hour job with wrestling. And then it got to a point where I was able to uh, kind of string things together to make it work where I needed all my time 
to go towards ind- independent wrestling. So I was able to quit my job, but it's still um, it's a grind. You go from working 40 hours, five days a week, and you're able to do X, Y, and Z. And now it's like your job never stops. You work 24 hours, you know, whether I'm doing video uh, editing or graphics or social media, you kind of have to be like on call all the time to do it. So, yeah, this is something that a lot of people maybe don't realize unless they're involved in the business is this can swallow you up real fast and, and monopolize <laughs> a lot of your time. Yes, it, it, it takes all of my time, but, um, happily too, you know, for, for me, uh, I grew up trying to get into, uh, into music. I used to make rap music okay. and then got into, uh, doing engineer work when it comes to like, uh, you know, recording, mixing and mastering and stuff like that. So, uh, that was my first kind of creative endeavor endeavor with life where I was like, I want to do this. And, uh, you know, it ended up not working out, but that those skills kind of took me to here because then I started a podcast. I knew how to record audio. I knew how to make it sound good. And then next thing you know, it's like, off to the races where we're doing wrestling you know i absolutely have a very very similar story to you it's kind of interesting um so so i assume that you recorded your commentary then on the uk shows live while you were down there i did how do you do you how do you feel about like doing those australia shows after the fact it's just not quite as spontaneous how do you feel about doing the commentary in post as opposed to doing it live Cause I did it in post for years and years before I started doing it live. And it's just so much better, especially cause I would edit the shows and film them. So by the time I call the match, I'd already seen it three times. So it just takes a bit of that edge away. Am I, am I wrong? No, no, you're absolutely not. I don't deal with uh, the editing. So when I was, you know, I could, but it just wasn't on me uh, for the, the Australia shows. But uh, so I was calling it as I was seeing it. In, in this empty room, you know, in this office, in this chair mm-hmm. by myself. So there's no, the energy's not there. And it's difficult, you know. Uh, thankfully, for the first show of Australia, I called it by myself alone. But then for the other two, I drove to my good friend Brandon Kirk's house mm-hmm. and him called it together on his couch. And um, you get a little bit more energy when you're watching with somebody you know who has also not seen it yeah uh it was fun it was different uh i would much rather do it in person so of course that's just my what i'd rather do yeah i'm a little bit behind on my icw i just finished the uh the the australia shows but they're all in my watch list on the IWTV. Mm-hmm. How did the UK shows go? I don't know if, if you want to keep kind of spoiler free. Uh, I wanted to give a quick shout out to, to John Wayne Murdoch, who was able to just kind of drop everything and, and pack up and head overseas. A little bit different than taking a last minute booking in the next state or the next province, as opposed yeah. to having to pack up all your shit and head overseas. So kudos to him for, for, for showing up and, and heading over there with you guys. He is uh, a trooper. He is um, one of the hardest working people that I've ever had the pleasure of getting to be on the same team with. He is top tier, best at what he does in the world. Um, Yeah, I think the UK shows went really, really well. I enjoyed them. Uh, The crowds were full. It was good 
two two fifty there, packed out the building. Excellent. Very small kind of bar setting, but it we really packed it in there. It was close quarters, um, but the the intensity was there. The matches delivered. Uh, it was it was really enjoyable, and it was nice to just. Uh, I'm not like a, a go out and party kind of guy by any means, you know, it was a work trip for me. Yeah. And, and and I always joke and be like, Oh, I'm no fun. Oh, you know, Struggs doesn't have fun. You and tweeted that out like, like yesterday or the day before. Cause I've been following, I've been following your tweets for quite a while just cause I'm a fan. And like, I get yeah. that vibe from you and you're like, I'm not a fun guy to be, to hang around with. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's like half a gimmick and, and half like real, like, yeah. I don't, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't really do drugs or anything at all. You know, I'm just like, I want to go and get good food and hang out with my friends. And I enjoy the wrestling shows. I want to call the shows. Those are, Mm -hmm. that's to me, you know, and, uh, the, the UK trip was the travel was kind of grueling. It was a lot. It was a lot in a short period of time. So like it was work to me. Sometimes my wife comes along, she'll run merch. She's good friends with Casey Kirk. So it's just like, then we have fun. We go out together, you know, and, and we're able to enjoy the cities we're in and stuff like that. But this one, it was just like, Hey man, we're here to work and I'm ready to get it, you know? And, uh, that was kind of just my thought process on it all, but the show's really delivered. I'm excited for people to, uh, get to see them. I believe they get released on IWTV February 20th then the 21st and the 22nd. So they'll be, uh, available on on demand uh, how are the fans over there because they get pretty wild over in the uk they like their chance and they like their beer so i think <laughs> i'd imagine they were pretty hot yeah it was it was cool man they were very appreciative though but they were loud definitely when uh when things start to get crazy they got their singing chants and they're definitely a little more um crude although me growing up in the tri-state <laughs> area you know i'm used to a certain bit of uh disrespectfulness from the crowd but just like some of their word choices just fly over there that normally wouldn't fly over here so it's like they say stuff and i'm like man that's rough and they're like <laughs> not that word like normal <laughs> like like they're just throwing around c next tuesday and I'm i am was like, gonna I say i was gonna say you can say it if you want but yeah the c word flies around there pretty easily yeah, so I'm just like it's that's not I'm good, but like they just it's a normal deal, and I'm just like whatever. But they're super appreciative. Um, I'm not the most social person in the world. I fake it, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm a small wave kind of guy, but uh, a lot of people come up to me and they'd be like, "Hey, Struggs, I know you don't like to take pictures, but will you take a picture?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I, I, absolutely." Or people want to tell me that you know. Oh, you're the best deathmatch commentator in the world, and I'm like, that's wrong, but uh, <laughs> appreciate it, <laughs> you know. Um, so it was, it didn't. Uh, it, it, this will sound ridiculous. It wasn't fun for me, but it was fulfilling for me. No, I totally sense. get that. Absolutely, yep. So, who are some of the other deathmatch commenters that you do like? If we can kind of take a sidebar down this road, um, I mean, like you got to think about it. It's just like there's not. Deathmatch wrestling is so niche, right? It's like a niche within a niche already because it's, yeah. you know, it's independent wrestling. So when I think of, uh, you know, death matches and somebody who, that's what I predominantly call. Mm-hmm. And uh, I work for a couple, a company or two where it's traditional wrestling, but mostly I'm calling this type of stuff. 
So I'll look at somebody like you see Dave Prezak, who is ROH legend, yeah. now diving into more deathmatch stuff with GCW. Yeah. I think he's fantastic. I was lucky enough to get to call a really lot, a lot, a lot of wrestling and a lot of deathmatch wrestling with Ron Nimi, who now I works loved for- you and Ron Nimi, and I, I don't really know what happened there, and I don't know if it's not cool of me to ask what happened there. I know he's yeah. working for XPW. Was there any kind of issue there, or is it just that he took an opportunity? I don't want to uh, step anywhere where I shouldn't step. No, no you're fine. Uh, it's just one of those things where he felt like that it was best bet for him, you know? And uh, for Ron was brought in to help me because uh, he stepped in around volume four uh, and I wasn't really ready uh, for what was to come because we really hit the ground running with volume one Mm -hmm. and um, I wasn't ready was brought in to kind of help me along. And I always say that Ron uh, made me look good until I got good. And he absolutely did. And then we got to a point where, you know, People start to really love our our kind of our shtick and our our thing that we do, where he's over the top and I'm kind of straight and narrow. Like you know, it's just we're we're completely different but the same. And um, people love it, and I loved it too. But when you're doing good work, good things are going to come to mm-hmm. people. You know, so it's like how how could he turn down something where, you know. They're throwing money at him or whatever it was, you know? So me and him still talk. It's all good. So nothing but love for Ron then? Oh, for me, yeah. For me, nothing but love for Ron. Uh, Others, who knows? Not my business. Fair enough. All right. Uh, This is a music podcast as well as a professional wrestling podcast. I like to have my guests pick a couple of tracks to to play during the interview. So you gave me your picks. The first one we're going to go to right now. Uh, the band is Hands Like Houses. The track is called Introduced Species. Bit of an older song. I noticed it when I was pulling it. It was about nine years old. Tell me a bit about this song and why you picked it. Um, so when I first started doing the podcast, uh, which was 2016, um, I started to gain traction. And then I started to put out like T-shirts and merch. And mm-hmm. I started to get guests on the show. And, and I started to like build i had like um matt tremont was on and jeff cannonball and started to build and get bigger names homicide was on uh scorpio sky and just like like we're uh, you feel like you're building yeah those are solid names yeah yeah and then i started to uh you know get a little recognized through other indie companies for whatever influence i might have and and then i start getting jobs doing graphic stuff and you start finding yourself uh getting on the other side of the guardrail and i always felt like i didn't belong there so like that song always kind of resonates with me because it's just you know um i'm not supposed to be here it says in you know in the chorus we don't belong here and um i just feel like i know i'm not supposed to be here but by some way somehow uh working as hard as i did and connecting with the right people um, that I kind of carved out my own place in a place where I didn't belong. So I get you, man. I get you. I feel you on a level. I just want you to know that Uh, we're going to throw to that track right now. This is hands like houses. This is introduced species on the punk and pod drivers podcast. I kept my oath so I 
that was Hands Like Houses, the uh, first track, the first pick from the struggles on this week's episode of the Punk and Prodders podcast. I want to talk about two things really quickly because I know we're on a bit of a time crunch because I'm poor. Um, a lot of people are kind of critical uh, of deathmatch wrestling because there is no no story, no psychology, no blah, blah, blah. Again, I'm about four or five shows behind on ICW, but I want to talk a bit about Casey Kirk because what a what a great story of her going from just an absolutely most hated villainous heel to just beloved. And I love to watch it happen. And when she won the belt, fantastic stuff. Yeah, she um um <clears throat> she is um a one of one uh just a one of one person and performer unlike anything i've ever seen uh one of my my favorite people on this planet one of my best friends and i i couldn't be more proud of her she's uh, uh tough like i've never seen it just it, it's watching her journey and her path continue it's just you it's like you're watching something in real time that you know is unforgettable and I've seen that girl go through more than than the matches show, you know. Mm-hmm. We we ride together, um, you know, we we eat food, we go out, we we're, we're that's the road dog. Me, my wife Carrie, Brandon, and Casey. That's the team. Every show, whatever we're doing, if we're flying, if we're driving, it's us four together. And that's that's our team within the team. And uh, I've seen that girl get into a car with a hundred degree fever and ride 15 hours to Chattanooga, Tennessee. And nobody told her she had to, but she goes, I'm the champion. And that's what comes with, with carrying this belt. You know, she understands. That's the respect for the business that not necessarily everybody has. Yep. Yep. In a day and age where it's just, it's okay to cancel where a day and age where it's okay to, to, to get him on the next one, mm-hmm. she wasn't having it. She was just, she'll do whatever she needs to do to get where she needs to be. And the minute she won that belt, it was still, there was still more work to be done. And uh, you talk about how she went from villainous heel to beloved. It's, <clears throat> it's just the connection. She decided uh, a, a year ago to stay home from WrestleMania weekend when it was in Dallas. She decided to stay home and and wrestle for us. And she had this insane match with Danny DeMonto at the Hart Ballroom. I remember. It it just, things changed. And I just remember saying to her, I was like, you know, everything's different now. And she's like, she she didn't understand. And I'm just like, you changed everything in one night. You literally took the cards that you were given and gave them back and said, give me something better. And they did. And uh, we had it all. You know, we, we we mapped it out and we figured out the best way to uh to get her to that mountaintop and she delivered on every single match in every single way. And when I tell you like there are long nights and there's long drives and she lost a lot of blood and got hurt and well you she know, was in there with the hard hitters too. I mean she didn't take a every, night off on that, that run at all. Nope, nope, never once never and i and (laughs) i remember just the minute the when she won the belt me calling it and i just said you know never a corner cut no clout chased you know she earned every bit of it and that's a hundred percent truth she never cut a corner she never cheated the fans she never cheated herself 
She never cheated at the locker room. Every single show, she showed up and did everything in her power to deliver. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Now, you are uh, running a circus of your own, so to speak. You have uh, <laughs> launched your own promotion about, about a year ago now, I want to say. Uh, yeah. You're the promoter for ETU Wrestling. Tell me how that kind of all came about and how you decided to make that leap, because that's quite a leap. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, as we go back to, uh, you know, you playing that Hands Like Houses song, my just had the one-year anniversary of ETU, which uh, the name of the show was We Don't Belong Here. Mm-hmm. So uh, a take from from that song. So it all kind of full circle stuff. But uh, I don't know, man. Uh, working in deathmatch wrestling and getting to work closely with Danny DeMonto and get deeper into booking and running and running shows and, and learning about the logistics of running shows and how to book people and how to book storylines and how to um, just do things both right and, and, and wrong and figure it out. It gets your creative juices flowing, but deathmatch wrestling isn't everything to me. I got, caught up in independent wrestling through ring of honor and through jersey all pro and through you know like fip and going to evolve shows when they first started or mm-hmm. w and so i just have this uh this part in my in my brain and in my heart for independent wrestling where i love traditional tri-state pro wrestling i think of you know american dragon and the Briscoe brothers and um, Samoa Joe and Tyler Black and, and people like that. And I just think of that time frame between the early 2000s and the mid 2000s. And I, I was like, nobody's really doing that now. You know, everybody's kind of just uh, trying to copy GCW. And uh, I get it. You know, they're the most successful independent going today. So I just wanted to to do something that pay tribute to the legacy of the tri-state because that's where i'm from and um it was originally going to be called (laughs) something completely different but um i had a logo drawn up and a name and everything and i've told the story before but uh one day i was just flipping through iwtv and i saw an old icw show before they turned over to icw new york i mean to icw no holds barred it was icw new york Mm -hmm. and uh there was a show called expect the unexpected and it had amazing red versus scoot andrews on there and i was just like man the black nature boy yeah that's my guy right there i love scoot so much that's my my dude and uh yeah so oh i just said man expect the unexpected etu and i could just hear like the chant in my head etu etu and i'm just like i think this is something so i called my friend jack who used to own icw and uh i was like hey do you think the the maximo brothers want to wrestle well see i don't want to cut you i don't mean to cut you off but i wanted to ask you about that that was one of the things i wanted to ask you is uh like i was a huge fan of of that kind of golden age uh, of independent wrestling in the early 2000s after you know ecw and wcw closed and i Mm -hmm. see you kind of bring in some of those guys like i think we're we're seeing the sat start to wrestle a bit more now but i think you were the first one to kind of bring them back and it's awesome to see some of those old guys and it just gets my mind running like what's brian xl doing right now and what's quiet storm doing right now and what's you know all those guys like i want to see those guys i want to know if they can still go 
<laughs> um, so the SAT had wrestled on and off, but it was Joel and Will, the younger brother. Mm-hmm. So Jose and Joel, the original SAT, had not wrestled in 10 years since, uh, but then they wrestled for me last December. So, um, yes, December 2021. 20, so it was an honor to, to have them come out of retirement, basically. To, and they uh, look good. They do. They, great. <laughs> they do great. And they're still going, still going today. And, and um, I got them on my next one. And they, I think they've been on every show. Um, this is my fifth show coming up. They've been on every one except for one because they were supposed to be, but they had injury. So they had to uh, pull out uh, a couple weeks before. But uh, yeah, man, I love them. They're great. Uh, Brian XL, he owns uh, a company called House of Glory with Amazing Red. Oh, does he own House of Glory? I had no idea. Okay. Yep. Yep. Fantastic. So I was he- a big Brian XL fan. I love that guy. Uh, XL, I've gotten to to work with a lot, and uh, he's one of those people who, you know, he's doing his own thing in the tri-state area also, and he's, uh, you know, HOG's awesome, man. I use their, you know, people from their dojo and their students all the time. Main event, uh, House of Glory guys, I just announced uh, Ultraviolet's going to be on my show. Mm-hmm. She's their women. Like, they're really cranking out. Ken Broadway, one of my favorites. Yeah. He's a House of Glory guy. So they really are uh, cranking out the students, but also putting on great shows. But uh, I love the balance of like I had Joker on the first show. Prince Nana was on the show. Shane Douglas. Like, I love that balance of like older and then highlighting the new talent like a main event or Ken Broadway or Masha's on the show. You know, just having that that really, really cool balance that like Ring of Honor and Jersey All Pro used to do. Back in the golden days. So you got a show yeah. coming up right away on the 26th. Can you give us a quick rundown of the lineup and where we can see that? Yeah, of course. It's going to be streaming live on IWTV. I love, I, I'm going to say the F word because I do that, but I fucking love that IWTV for the price you pay, the amount of, of stuff you get on there. It is just awesome. I love it, love it, love it. Yeah, it's great. It really is. You get to see live content and, um, and now they're adding like original television, like original series also which is you know whether it's the the life of where they gave the kirks a camera for for a month of their life and they recorded it or they even gave me and brandon like an interview show yeah so, I, got, I haven't checked that out yet but i'm looking forward to fun. it i have a feeling you guys are gonna have a good time with that yeah definitely fun but uh yes uh the next show is going to be sunday february 26th it's at uh three o'clock so a midday show and uh yeah it streams live on iwtv one of the main uh, main bouts that we got going on is Danny DeMonto, obviously ICW no holds barred owner boss man, uh, going up against Matt Cardona, so that's pretty pretty crazy. Danny's been wanting that one for a very long time. Guys who've grown up in the the same tri-state area but have never wrestled. So that's one. What else are we doing? The Kirks against Janai Kai and Yoya. That's a a match that was supposed to be Billy Starks and Brogan Finley, but uh, Billy was not able to uh, make the date because mm-hmm. she has other things going on that I'm sure people will get to see uh, <laughs> later. Um, we got the SAT going up against uh, Natural Vibes. They are the tag team champions from Dragon Gate. That's uh, Kizzy and Big Boss from over there, and they're actually going to be, as long as they're still champion, 
They'll be <laughs> defending the Open, the Twin Gate Championships here in New Jersey against the SAT. I enjoyed and your I, tweet about seeing the Dragon Gate guys getting the chains. I popped for that. <laughs> that worked today. Yeah, I need that. I want it so bad. <laughs> I want it so bad, but whatever. Danny won't let me do it. But uh, what know. else we got? We got uh, Jordan Oliver against Marcus Mathers. They had an incredible uh, 40-minute classic on our last event. Um, so let's do it again, you know, and a bunch of other stuff. You know, it's called ETU for a reason. You never know what's going to show up, uh, who's going to be there, what matches are going to break out. You never really know. So expect the unexpected, you know. Yeah, the shows are great. Another thing I like about that IWTV, just to go on a sidebar, just random old shit will show up too. Like, oh, here's like four shows from CZW in 2004. I'm like, okay, I'll take yeah. that. It's awesome, man. Like uh, on the show that we, uh, me and Brandon, Brandon Kirk just uh, started our new series. It's called What Goes Around. And you can find that on IWTV. But we sat down with Matt Tremont and we watched some old matches. We watched him versus DJ Hyde. Uh, entangled web five we watched him versus brain damage from like 2011 rest in peace so it's like it, yes of course one of the best ever man i i wish that uh that uh brain damage could be around for this resurgence yeah ahead of his time absolutely yes yeah, so much so but uh i don't know man it's just i love the old stuff i love watching old jersey all pro because some of their 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 cards were just like insane um like we had a, another guest on our show who uh when it comes out you guys will see but we watched him wrestle kenny omega in 2007 at jersey all pro yeah so it's just uh it's really wild just how the top tier of independent and even top tier of mainstream wrestling all kind of came from you know this place of independent wrestling at one point or another and you look at at, at a jersey all pro show from 2002 like Half those guys are on Raw now, and the other half of those guys are on Dynamite now, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's insane. I used to get to go to those um, those Jersey All Pro shows because it was like a train or two away from me. Because me living in New York, you know, hopping on a train to Jersey isn't really the worst because uh, <laughs> I didn't drive at the time. So I was hopping on 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 trains, and I got to see Samoa Joe versus Okada. I got to see, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so crazy. I got to see like. Brody Lee versus Nick Gage. I got to see. I'm just trying to think of the most outlandish matches. Some crazy six man with Jushin Liger and like um, Mustafa Ali was in there. Um, what else? Kenny Omega versus Loki a, a couple times. So uh, yeah, it just Jersey All Pro always just brought the absolute nonsense. Uh, LAX versus the Lucha Bros. Yeah. So it's just like. Insanity. People shouldn't be able to to budget shows like that, but somehow they did. That's the good stuff. So we're under eight minutes. There's a couple more things I want to ask. Uh, yeah. the, the Psycho Driver Fuck Your Life shirt sold out in a hurry. I wanted to get myself one of those. I'm like, that's good stuff. That's awesome. You <laughs> yes, make a few a, bucks off that, I hope, right? Just a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did all right with it. Um, basically, I, I made this deal with Brandon. I said, hey, I'll make the shirt. I'll put it out. If I sell X amount, I'll give you whatever I sell for free. And he, we we kind of just thought, oh, we'll sell like 25, 30 shirts. You know, I was way wrong. It did way more than that. So uh, Brandon ended up getting up a bunch of free shirts, which he made a ton of money on. I made some money. And uh, odds are we're going to put out like a championship edition uh, for Brandon since he is our American Deathmatch champion. 
maybe we'll do one with uh instead of the the infrared bright red we'll do like a gold since he's champion I'll have to get uh, I'll have to get on the internet a little bit quicker next time. Um, <laughs> so Oren Veit, uh, great guy. I had him on the show about a year Boy. ago or so. Oren Veit, great guy. Uh, he, I was talking to him about you just to get a little bit more information because you know <laughs> it's a little bit harder to find information on somebody who's not necessarily a wrestler. But he sure. said you're he said you're a big sports guy. Are you a hockey guy at all? No, I'm. I I love sports. Uh, this is another thing that we uh, we have in common with the Kirks. We love sports no matter what. We'll go anywhere and everything. We're going to a Mavericks game just to go. We went to a Knicks-Mavericks game. We go to football games. We'll go to anything. I'm not a hockey guy actively, but I think it's fun. You're hurting been... my Canadian right now. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all good. But, uh, <laughs> I, my brother-in-law is an Islander fan. I kind of grew up cheering for the Rangers just because because I'm 38 and they were like decent in that era when they win that cup 94. Yeah. Something like that. So like Mike Richter, that's like all I got, but, uh, Hey, that's enough sometimes. Yeah. 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 So wh- who's your team? What are you like? A I, Maple uh, Leaf? I know I was, I, I live in Edmonton, but I was born and raised in Calgary. So I'm a big, big Calgary flames fan. Oh. Got a Calgary flames tattoo on my inside forearm, live and die with them, even though they're pretty shit this year. <laughs> What's the guy's name who's good? Aginla, something like Aginla that. Aginla retired about eight years ago, but I'll I'll let you slide on that because I said that you I were from New Jersey. Good there, he was. He was. Oh, absolutely, he was definitely. What yeah. about uh, what about baseball? Who's your baseball? You a Mets guy or a Yankees guy? I'm a big sad Mets fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big disappointed Mets fan. I'm also a New York Jets fan. Very sad, also. So I can assume you don't watch Canadian football either, then, hey. What about actually uh, on a serious note, what do you think about the XFL? They're ready to kick off on Saturday. Does anybody really give a shit? I'm going to check it. I'm going to check it out just to see what it looks like. But like, does anybody really care? Um, Not over here. Nobody's talking about it, but I, I love sports. I will watch. I will try. I will give it a go. And uh, if it hits with me, I'll keep watching. If it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, I'm a big fantasy football guy. So I'm kind of locked in on the NFL. Me and my wife met playing fantasy football. Uh, I proposed to her when we went to go see a Seattle Seahawks game in Seattle. So we went to two football games on our honeymoon. So it's our deal. But that's that's some romantic shit right there. <laughs> it is. Uh, anything else you want to you want to talk about? We got about four minutes. Do you want to hit me up with your socials and where people can find you and, and, and what shows you got coming up? I know ICW has always got stuff going on. Yes, we're very, 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 very busy. Because you got but, two uh, shows over Mania weekend, too, do you not? Yes, we do. We do. So for me, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the struggles 23 on Instagram at the struggles. You can also follow uh, at ET wrestling on everything. Um, The next thing for me is uh, expect the unexpected. So our show lightning in a bottle goes down on Sunday, February 26, 3 p.m. You can check it out on IWTV. And then after that, uh, I got icw in march we got two shows in chattanooga one show in boston and then we got our two shows mania and that takes me to april and then who knows what else danny demonto has planned because i feel like it's his goal in life to just drive me into the ground until i never want to call wrestling ever again (laughs) but uh he hasn't he hasn't got me yet so uh but uh this was fun man I, i i feel like we could do this any given time. I just wish I had more time because there's so much more I'd like to talk to you about. 
Yeah, man. Maybe, but maybe, just, we'll, maybe we'll do it again. Yeah. That's what um, it means. So we're under two and a half minutes. We're going to close out with your last song. The track is called Yoda. It's by an artist named Ilmac. I know nothing about this. It's I, <laughs> I checked it out, and it's some good hip-hop. Tell me a bit about this one. Uh, Ilmac, I'm a big uh, I'm a big fan of battle rap. Ilmac is probably one of the best battle rappers ever, uh, but he uh, has now dabbled into putting out you know actual music. Do you and MLJ and talk albums battle and stuff? Rap, or are you and guys not friends? Something like, of course, of course. Me and ML are good friends, and okay. we have we have spoke about battle rap very very frequently. He uh, he loves battle rap. Jeff Cannonball loves battle rap. Cole Radrick loves battle rap. There's a good amount of people in. Uh, in wrestling that are into it so uh yeah so ilmac battle rap uh but now getting into actual actual music and uh i don't know it just resonates with me it just talks about you know you know it's called yoda what's it no there is no try only yeah. do so it's just something like that you know trying uh i just suggest anybody check out his music it's just uh it's like motivating but also clever and lyrical if you're into hip-hop music so right it hits on. hard Thank you so much for taking some time to hang out. I know you just got back and you just had Valentine's Day and I didn't want to interfere in your life too much, but this was uh, just as fun as I was hoping, eh, as I was hoping it was be. Uh, I enjoy your work. I respect your hustle and I wish you and ETU nothing but the best in the future. I appreciate it, man. We definitely have to do this again because, you know, I did, I did podcasts for years and it's uh, time limits can be needed but sometimes when you're just talking and having a good time you wish you didn't have them so thank you so much i appreciate you and thank you for you know supporting and wanting to have me on to talk a little bit and listen to a little bit of music so thank right you on. thanks dude this is ilmac this is yoda and we will talk to you guys all next week trying to get out tied in my circle ain't no try only do get in that bag waking up early ain't no try only do stick to the plan no excuses ain't no try only do Try, don't make do, ain't no try. Be more honest, fucked around and put a while up. Clear my conscience, been in private. I was hiding, shit been piling up in need of guidance. Got them stuff, bottoms up. Put the bottle down, but I still got some shit that's bottled up. That's obvious. Everybody watching everybody. We ain't all got the same problems. Everybody feel alone, cause everybody watching everybody else acting like they ain't got them. I got problems too, I've been out the low, acting calm and cool, I can't sleep in case my dreams turn to nightmares too, lost a few friends, ends, a lot of my loved ones been the bills, shared some fucked up trolls, changed my pills, it's pains for you, a lot of women that survived abuse, what they've been through, changed my pills, this one's for you, thought we'd be good by now, but I'ma still hold you down, checking that back up down, hoping that you don't bounce, thought we'd be good by now. myself put in more effort ain't no try only do try to read more try to talk less ain't no try only do less complaining trying to be great ain't no try only do ain't no try only do ain't no try my purpose and that shit's eluding me wait maybe i'm just confused maybe it's chasing me it's been pursuing me maybe i'm losing it hiding from scrutiny cover my wounds up with all of this jewelry ink on my skin just to cover my nudity wait you feel out of place you speak in my language you talk to me fluently 
There's no rules to this shit, just be you And that's it, ain't too cool to admit that I listen to old shit and cringe, uncomfortable in my skin Less about things that I said, more about places I've been Yeah, less about things that I did, well, more about tears that were shed Yeah, less about feeling so cold, more about leaving my head We were made to feel, but that's not how we're made to feel Being strong means giving yourself a space to heal Real. Thought we'd be good by now, but I'ma still hold you down. Checking that back up now, hoping that you don't bounce. Thought we'd be good by now, but I'ma still hold you down. Yeah, yeah. Drink more water, check my ego. Ain't no try, only do. Trying to listen, trust in my vision. Ain't no try, only do. Guard your magic, don't let them snatch it. Ain't no try, only do. Breaking habits, that's automatic. Ain't no try, only do. Forgive yourself, nobody's perfect. Ain't no try, only do. Forgive yourself, nobody's perfect. Ain't no try, only do. Forgive yourself, nobody's perfect. Ain't no try, only do. Ain't no try, only do. Ain't no try. Ain't no try.